The Talk Season 21, Episode 4. We are back for what we now call the Data Hour. AB Dash is nope. one hour a day. It's my it's my hour in the yard. That's what this is. <laughs> this is one hour a day where he gets to just breathe and relax and think about his thoughts. No bottles. <laughs> Listen, this is real life you're talking about. <laughs> Instead of lifting weights, here I am. No, give the people uh, basically almost one month of having a child. How does it feel to have a child? Listen, um, <laughs> if you think you're ready, you're not. <laughs> give it a sec. There should be like a, a service, right, where um, you get like a test baby. And, you know, just it's like a trial period. It doesn't even have to be, like, a real one. Maybe it shouldn't be that for, ex- like, legal That purposes. exists already. Does it? You don't remember school when they made you go home with the baby for the week? <laughs> nah, I mean, like, that one, they need to make it a lot more severe. Like, this one has to, like, shit itself on top of you. And, like, it's got to be crazy. <laughs> That's the monthly recap. I mean, that's having a kid right there. <laughs> Listen. My boy, my boy, you know what it is about having a kid that, like, now that I see, like, more people that I know having kids, it's just like, man, you gotta wake up every day and, like, you got an actual responsibility every day, dog. Bro, it's kind of ass if you think about it. I'd be like, damn, again? <laughs> like, with a job, at least you can, you know... If you're really not feeling the job, you're going to be like, oh, I'm just calling in sick today, or I just won't go in, I use a PTO day. Ain't no PTO days for kids, dog. At all. My man, that doesn't give us, like, a not even, like, a second. It's, it's not. It's crazy. He, <laughs> the worst part is he's, like, he's kind of, like, unreasonable, too. It's like, bro, come on. They can just call the newborn unreasonable. <laughs> Nah, I feel like that's the best way to describe a newborn. It's like they're 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 a little dramatic because like everything that's happening to them is the worst thing that, that ever happened to them because they're brand new, right? Yeah, nigga, they've been like, alive for a know. month. <laughs> they don't know yeah. shit. They, they so don't it's like damn. They don't, they don't know what it's like for you for you to go to a restaurant and order something specifically that you want off of that meal, and then they bring it. And anyways. <laughs> They don't know that. Is pain, that the dog. worst thing that's happened to you recently? They don't know that pain. <laughs> they don't know that pain, dog. Nah, that's a serious pain, though. I'm not even gonna hold you. They don't know the pain where like you just leave the gym and you got to put in gas, but the gas is on the right hand side of a four lane road, and you like, man, fuck it, I'll put it in later. <laughs> like that shit is trash. I'll nigga. put it in later. <laughs> that shit is trash. <laughs> that shit is trash. Um, well. They, they don't know the pain of like um actually I don't know the pain of that either so I'm not gonna say it <laughs> yo so listen 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 I just before um hopping on to do this pod I just finished watching a show that I want to recommend alright it's called Inside Man Inside Man on what it's on Netflix right and mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you the premise and I want you to know that, like, I'm not exaggerating anything. I'm not, like, obfuscating any information. I'm not, like, a high, using hyperbole. Like, this is really what the show is about, right? So, 
it's only four episodes. It's like a limited series type thing, right? Yeah. And it's just this dude. He's a vicar, which is like a British priest or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's allowed to have sex. That's what his... Like, he has a wife and a kid. Okay. That's it? He has this... I was about to say... He has this dude that works for him in the church that's like, um... He's he's like a he's a sick dude like he needs help like he has like this USB with like porn on it and he's like yo Mr. Vicar can you hold this USB because my mom's like she's going to be so tight like if she finds this I know she she searches everything she always finds it so like can you please like I know I'm going to get right with God you're like please hold this USB of porn for me so I don't get in trouble and the vicar's like alright sure I got you like I rock with you so I hold on to the USB right That's already a wild premise so he, he he takes the USB and he, like he takes it home with him. And he puts it in his pocket. He doesn't think about it, right? He goes home. He empties out his pockets. He puts like his keys in like the little bowl. I don't have one of these because like I don't trust it. Like the key bowls. Yeah. But um, the the USB is with the keys in his pocket, so they're in the bowl too. So what happens is like his son has a math tutor. Yeah. And the Wi-Fi is down, so they're like. I don't know how this works in, like, British land, but I guess, like, you have a math tutor and they have, like, prepared lessons for you on their computer. So, she was just, like, here, I'll just put them on the USB so you can do the homework or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. So, she puts the USB in her computer and she opens it up and in your head it's like, ha ha, oh, yo, it's just porn, it's gonna be a funny situation. Boom, it's child porn. That's crazy. Right. But look, Fitting the vicar dude doesn't, he doesn't know what, <laughs> that's the, they say that joke too. He doesn't know that that's on there. He didn't check. He just thought it was like regular, degular porn, right? Yeah. So, um. That's the premise. He t- that's the premise. Oh, it gets worse. That's not the premise just yet. Um, the math tutor is like, tells the dad, he was like, yo, you got to come in here. It was like, you see what this, like, uh, do you know what's on the USB? And um, the priest, he doesn't look at the computer yet. So he's just like, oh, um, yeah. And then he tells his son, he's like, yo, say it's yours. And he doesn't know what it is yet. He just, he just thinks it's regular point, like, say it's yours. So the son says it's his. And then later he finds out, he's like, yo, it's, you know, it's real serious shit. So long story short, he puts her in the cellar and, like, um, contemplates, like, trying to kill her and stuff like that. Because, you know, it's... And then he tries to go after the the dude who works for him, who gave him the USB. And he's like, it's not mine. I don't know what to tell you, boss. <laughs> Listen. That's crazy. Yeah. How and, the fuck know, did you even just, find the show? It was like one of those like top ten type things. And I clicked on it because I had that bald dude from the Devil Wears Prada that wears glasses. Oh, okay. That guy's actually a good actor. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't got- even tell you. So that dude's in jail for... Um, he murdered his wife. He's on death row and he solves cases. <laughs> so the it's like two it's like two stories. It's like the priest what he's going on and the the devil wears Prada guy solving the case at the same time. That's a wild ass happens. premise, dog. That's a wild ass premise. Yeah. Two, I'll tell you this, man. I literally just had a conversation with somebody about like so I've clicked two things. I never click shit this trending on Netflix. I clicked two things on Netflix that's been on the trending thing, and they've been ass, nigga. I don't know who (laughs) watches any of that shit. I don't even remember it, bro. They were, like, so bad to the point where there's, like, I was putting something on, 
so that we would have something on in the background while we eat. And in Yo, the background... Please don't tell me you click the, the school of good and evil. No. In the background... Please don't tell me you click the... the Bastard son of the devil himself. Are you going? Are you going through the fucking top ten right now? <laughs> These are things we've watched. <laughs> no, no. I, I, it, this was like a week ago, so you know the top ten switches. But oh, it was so bad that like while we were eating, we we're like, yeah, we got to change this, and it was just literally around for background noise. It was like really bad. Fucking one of them was a movie with Adam DeMamp, the dude from fucking um, what's the show, The Workaholics. Yeah, yeah. That well, Adam, Adam character, yeah. My nigga, there was a movie that he had that was like, basically the movie Her, Walking Phoenix. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. That I mean, I shit is so bad. Posted. <laughs> that shit is so bad. That movie, like, that movie was so bad, like, we had to keep it on because how bad it was. It was fucking terrible, dog. I just don't get why they would make that. And then, like, in the description, they literally mention the movie Her. So I'm like, why would you do this? Bro, it's exactly that. But imagine that shit with, imagine that shit with a premise of, like, appealing to a teenager. Like, oh, type shit. Oh, so it's, like, like, toned down. It's, like, silly or what? It's silly, nigga. Like, it's, it's like he's trying to get with a girl and, like, the phone is trying to ruin, like... Uh, their relationship and shit is this AI and shit that like it's, it's hitting up all her exes and shit I'm like this is so whack nigga like this is crazy this is literally just I always wanted background noise and this movie was that bad dog that movie was terrible I'm like I feel ashamed to even have clicked that movie nigga that shit was horrible so just going off of that I'm gonna I'm gonna watch what, what was the meal you were eating mm, it was Mexican food alright 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 respect respect yeah uh, bean and cheese burrito from my my, my 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 spot out here, and oh my man was at Taco Bell. That's crazy. Nah, hell no, nigga, no Taco Bell. An original bean and cheese burrito made by a, a fucking aguelita and flautas. That shit was fire, nigga. You love like, flautas. You like the fire. flauta king. From that place specifically, yeah, that place is that place is top notch with the flautas, dog. Okay, I I want to go get that shit today, maybe. Um, alright. We have to uh, talk about some bad news that that has happened recently. Um, recipes take off. Now this shit was a surprise. I was just like, you know, I was up feeding my kid, and like my wife just comes in, and she's like, "Yo, take off was killed," and this was like seven in the morning, so it had to just happen. You know what's I was crazy? Like, You're joking, the, right? About like, that day. Can't be true. Is that I feel like everyone was awake at that time. Like I was awake. Yeah. And- and I was just scrolling Twitter, and then a few of the homies was awake, and they sent it in the group chat. And I'm like, bro, this shit is like, like, it's, it's always a surprise when somebody dies because nobody knows when they're going to die, right? But, like, it was a very, like, that's one of the last persons that I would ever thought that, like, out of all of these niggas who got beef, that's one of the last people that I would ever think that right. uh, will have beef. The dude that doesn't, doesn't speak. Do anything. Yeah, it doesn't the dude do anything. Yeah, he don't speak, dog. Like, yeah, no, that that shit was really crazy, man. And like, um, he never caused anybody no trouble. He was never in no beef except for that one time with Joe Budden. But that was more funny than anything. Exactly. Like that. That was that wasn't even him either. That was more. The nah. other, <laughs> and he was just like, you know, these my this my. What really, really, really sucks is that that's the his actual family, dog. Like that's his uncle. 
that he died in front of. Like, right. that's crazy, dog. And, like, I really want to get across to the point of, like, whoever is taking videos of this shit, you are a trash person, dog. Like, you should not be posting somebody dead Taking in a the video, video posting like, it, and, yeah. like... Like, What's up nigga, with that? You, you, they're gonna watch the, that. You're not the cartel, dog. Like, what's up with that? Like, I, I've never been a fan of that shit. I know some people like to see those videos, but I've never been a fan of that shit. I've never been a fan of, like, spreading videos like that. Like, just remember him in the ways that y'all, like, we really, really remember him. Um, and what's crazy is, like, I feel like low-key, everybody has always thought that he, or always said that that was their favorite Migo, too. Yeah, at least like of the three, like of the three, no. yeah. That like and and it's kind of crazy. Like to think of like it's twenty twenty two now. Like him and the Migos run is like a decade long, and like Facts. they're the group of the twenty tens. Facts. And now it's ended because of this shit. Like, like there was there was already on bad terms with Offset, which is another shit that's trash. Because now like your cousin died. And you didn't get to really speak to him or whatever. Like from the outside coming in, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't speak on that situation because they actually family. So I wouldn't know if what was actually reported could be true or not. But yeah. I mean, I don't know about like what their situation was. Now I just know that no matter what, like you got to be feeling sick. Like if yeah. you were on good terms or bad, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it, it, it hurts a little more when you when you haven't spoken to that person in a while. Like and, sure. and and then you have to see that person go out like that. Especially, um, I know that a lot of artists or a lot of people who uh, manage artists are like banning the artists to go to Houston. Like I know Gucci got an artist and he said like, "Yo, we're not taking no bookings in Houston." I know a couple of the artists said they're not doing no shows in Houston because of that shit. And then um, I think even Deion Sanders uh, banned his uh, his students from leaving the hotel when they're in Houston in light of all the all the. Uh, the yeah, violence that was going nuts. on. With, I mean, with the Gucci one, uh, he actually did the opposite. His artist didn't want to go to Houston, so he dropped them from the label. Oh, damn. Never mind, dog. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He was like, yo, I don't want to do any more Houston right now. Like, And Gucci dropped him. Oh, That's thought- a whole other like weird situation. Like, yeah. Because now he like the artist like reaching out to Gotti and like Jeezy and like saying yo sign me and shit. It's kind of just like weird all around. That is hella weird. But hey, rest in peace, take off. Um, it always feels weird when you have to transition to another subject when it's uh coming off after death. But like not before rest in peace, take off. Like, only twenty eight years old, bro. That's facts, bro. Sad. When I saw that shit, I'm like for yo, nothing dog. too. You feel me, like. It, you you are age basically, and I'm just like damn. I th- I really thought they was old. I thought I thought he was like you know thirty something, thirty. Which still would be young, but like bro, you twenty eight. You just experiencing shit like at that point. Like, think about you not being you not being here when you're twenty eight. Like, nigga, yeah. you just had a child. This is where you just start develop life. It, it, when you start to get to these these later ages of 28 and really experiencing like you know a real adulthood and you didn't get to cause some dumbass wanted to be on some different type of time like that's for real that's and they, they don't know that like bullets don't got names on them they like, definitely don't they, they say it was an accident but yeah my man was just sit, apparent from all the shit that I've seen like he was just chilling and just got up and got hit and that's that's the worst fucking thing yeah I mean that 
that type of shit happens all the time with street shit. But like from what I can see, that shit wasn't no street shit. Yeah, I was at a private party. Like also on the other the, hand, the most private yeah, party. Like also on the other hand, if you on some street shit at a private party, like you on some real dumb shit, because now there was only forty people at the party. I mean, you can track that down very easily. This niggas on Twitter literally tracking down all that type of stuff right now, and like sending it to people and really putting it on blast of like who it is and who's running with all that shit like that shit's not smart like you feel me but yeah that's that's the thing with like also not knowing how to shoot like you don't you're not hitting who you want to hit so now like bystanders get hit like that's that's always been some whack shit to me like if you're gonna do it do it direct with somebody not just like Spraying shit for the, for no reason, like then you get situations like this where like somebody who wasn't even in the in the wrong of of whatever you deem to be wrong now is dead because you on some dumb shit like that's goofy shit like. But person peace, peace take off, take off man. Um, I would like to transition it to a TV show, but I feel like we got to transition to the music because. That la- that last Atlanta was definitely top five. Listen, bro. At first, when I actually we could talk about the show because yeah, when I had texted you, I was like, "Damn, did I call it top five too early?" Like, no, you. I was still like twenty minutes into the episode; it wasn't yeah. over yet. So you, I was like, "Damn." You definitely hi- like hyped it, and I'm like, "Damn, like is he gonna overhype it?" And I watched him, but like, yeah, this shit is not it. Man, you know how hard it is for you to hype something <laughs> to somebody. Or the TV show like of that of that magnitude, and then I watch them. Oh no, nah, this is definitely top five. This is up there with the transracial, like top five. Nah, it really is because it's up there. that's what had me thinking the whole time. It's like this is like one of the best documentaries I've ever seen in my entire life, 100%. and it's something that's not real. Hundred <laughs> percent, it's not real at all. But somehow they always find a way to tie shit in to make it feel real. Right. I knew the second that I saw Sinbad in it, I was like. Spoiler, oh, no. by the way, spoiler, by the way. Oh, yeah, nah. It, it's, it's definitely different when, when uh, in the beginning of the of the documentary, the dude, the dude Thomas's brother, was like, um, he came up to me, he was like, you know, right? And then he was like, no way. He was like, goofy a nigga. Like, I'm like, yo, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, dog. That's crazy. That's crazy. But he's so right. I mean... The funniest shit was when he was like, he started to do like some magnificent. He had they had the professor on there. He was like, he started to do some magnificent sketches of iterations of, of what Goofy really is. And it was like good those fucking those fucking mean like, ones were like Goofy's in the drawings, fucking barbershop like, yeah. and shit. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Gucci with a fucking top fade and shit. But no, it, I'm it's telling you, fucking hilarious. You know what's crazy? It really like. Ironically, it really makes sense. Obviously, you know, like this is convers- this is definitely a barbershop conversation where people are like, yo, you know, goofy black or whatever, you know, whatever. But when you start to really look into the movie, my nigga, they had Tevin Campbell on that shit. I think um I think <laughs> Ben Campbell was Gordy huge. Gordy had time. something to do. Yeah, like Tevin yeah, Campbell yeah. was like that shit was crazy, bro. Like when you really start to I- break down that shit, it's crazy. I just really love the beginning. It was like, yo, in the first two minutes, he dunks a basketball. <laughs> I was like, yo, they cannot be serious. Yo, the funniest shit was when they when uh, they would post like the still pictures 
of him in the Disney office, and that that one where he was like on the boardroom with like throwing up the deuce, like that shit was crazy. Yeah, sitting on the table. That, that shit was awesome. Like when I when that shit came up, I I had a screenshot that and posted that on the so That shit was crazy, dog. That shit was that like the writing on Atlanta, like no bullshit. Like this last season might be the best season. Like no bullshit. Like uh, it's probably one of my favorite episodes for sure. They've been and the thing is, up like, some numbers, dog. When I saw this, it made me think about season three, where like half of the episodes weren't about the show, mm-hmm. and like this isn't about the show, but it's just so good. good. That's <laughs> what it is. Like, like transracial was not about the show. Well, technically it was because Paperboy was on there, you know, like cause for comments that he had on Twitter. But it was it was more just about the shortcuts of it. But like, it was so legendary, dog. Like to to the fact that like, I don't think I don't think Atlanta has any bad episodes, right? But speaking on that, like if if all the episodes are above average and then really good, for you to for that episode to stand out shows like how good that episode yeah. is. This, this episode on definitely too. like there's yeah. only a few episodes left in the show, and this yeah. one is like they kill that shit. They kill that shit. They're on a different level. Like if you t- if you just go back on just this season, they got the Tyler Perry episode, which is fucking legendary. One of my favorite episodes for sure. They got the Walt Disney episode. The the episode with Van, like we said, like it was whatever, but it was needed for the actual storyline of it. Um, they got the episode the where, Crank That Killer. Come on, that, man. They got the Crank That Killer. They got the one where the mom steals the the uh, the grandpa. And, and, <laughs> the and fucking the this, one. The, where, the hat uh, one. Lake, the hat. He's trying to return the air fryer. Come on. Yeah, like this is. Le- it's been a legendary season. Like I'm telling you, the, depending on how they close this season out, this might be the best last season of a show. Like they've been killing that shit, and I feel like it's it, it would be. I won't say easier, but it would be a lot easier for the viewers to digest if the last episode had nothing to do with the fucking, uh, with Atlanta. Because then there's nothing that you can complain about about the storyline. Like, if this was the last episode, like, okay, so you know, like, when you're watching a, um, a series, like, say The Sopranos, right? Oh, you mean, like, how the ending's not satisfying? Exactly. That is like, not an ending like this. Yeah, if okay. this, if this Walt Disney episode was the last episode, that shit would we would have no complaint at all. The would be like, yo, that shit was the greatest episode of all time, right there. It's kind of hard when you have an actual storyline to end the storyline, because like the the best way to end the storyline most of the time is just to say that the person died, which is what they had for the Sopranos, because like people still would want to know what happens afterwards. But if you yeah, kill you if you kill up. the yeah if you kill the character off. Then the character's dead, and nobody really has an interest of it. Um, but yeah, no, I f- this was definitely some legendary shit. Like the like the details that we're going into. Like you said, like uh, your your wife even googled it to see if it was real. Like there was a point of it where I was like, oh no, nah, I'm a go- like I'm a Google this shit. Is, is this shit real? Until it started getting to like the later uh, minutes of the of the episode when then like he he was like recording himself and shit. And like that, that the scene, oh. the same scene where the where Goofy and his son go fishing was the same one that his son and his uh, 
and his dad went fishing. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, but it's fucking, <laughs> this is fire, nigga. This is fire. And they found just the glove and the giant shoes in the lake. I was like, come on, nigga. Bro, that shit was jokes. That shit was jokes. Like, legit, this shit, like, we really got to make a breakdown of the top five Atlanta episodes. Like, we really got to get there because Invisible Car is pretty high up there, too. Yeah, it's, it's this transracial Invisible Car. I like Barbershop. Um, the Barbershop one is a legendary. But that Bibby is a top five episode for sure. <laughs> Bibby. That's a top five episode for sure. Um, but, you know, we really, really got to break that shit down. But I would definitely put this episode like anywhere from two to four. This episode's on yeah, there for sure. Yeah, two to four. This episode's on there. Like, this episode was fucking legendary. That shit was fucking <laughs> They had my boy Sinbad on there. Who else did they have on there? They said that they would have, like, meetings at night with, like, him, Tevin Campbell, and a bunch of, like, other Bro, people. they said a bunch Jenny of Jackson. people. And then, yeah, and, then, and then the white guy went up there. He was like, I got to talk to him. And he was like, who ordered, who ordered, who ordered the, the white, white? rice? <laughs> He's like, I didn't get it at first. That shit is some fucking legendary shit. Legendary shit. Man, I don't don't see how FedEx doesn't offer uh, Gambino just a a series of just shorts like Black Mirror on FedEx. Bro, my man said FedEx. I was confused for a second. FX, 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 FX. But yeah, no, I don't don't see how they don't offer him another show of like this. Because like this is... Like Louis level TV without the um, allegations. Like you can't beat this shit. He putting up triple doubles. But all right, <clears throat> let's get into another great shit. New West Side Gun. This album's phenomenal. Ten is what he's calling it now because they're kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> I respect it, you know. Yo, you don't know how much, how much like fun I had on the internet when they was when they had they were talking about all the Kanye shit. And somebody quoted and they was like, "Yo, Westside Gun is lucky that nobody <laughs> that nobody knows about his shit." And then he was like, and then somebody commented under, and he was like, "Yeah, three albums of that shit." He was like, three albums, nigga. He on ten. <laughs> I was dying laughing because nobody actually like we we've, we've said Hitler was Hermes five through ten. Like it was, like it was <laughs> nothing. Like, no problem, dog. Because like I I really don't get. The name of this, it could be that Hitler actually wore Hermes. Cause a no, lot of, it's a just lot a of those... flip on the Devil Wears Prada. It's oh, like the, Hitler okay. wears Hermes. That's, that's actually a good was. flip. That's actually a good flip. I, n- I never knew what it, what it actually was about, but that's actually a pretty good flip. I, but I guess I, he was like, you know what? Not I, now. Yeah, this not, not, he's smart. He's smart with just putting this shit as 10 and it's fine. Because we all know what everybody who listens to this, uh, to West Side knows what it is but like with this shit going down like you know you, you don't want to catch strays that's good business by what's our gun but um all right let's get let's get to this fucking record uh the first song was just an intro skit which i didn't mind the first time listening to it i'll listen to it all the way through but are you yeah. obviously i'm not putting this that is in probably my favorite um a.a rashid intro on a west side gun album because like he goes a little crazy on it no, like, he you tune in he goes like, stupid at first, I thought I was like, "What is he talking about?" But I'm like, "Damn! If you do dissect the narrative of the ecological, <laughs> nah, he went crazy on it. He went crazy on it. And then you have intro in the record too. By the way, is this a drama tape? This is a Gangsta Grills, yeah. Okay, all right. So, twelve songs, fifty minutes. Probably one of the longer ones that he's had because he usually does ten records on, on these for the most part. Um, 
Fly Guy Jr. featuring DJ Drama and Doughboy. Yeah, fir- I was. I told you when it came out, I was like, I wasn't expecting him to like use that flow on there, but yeah. I fuck with it. Bro, the first time I listened to this shit, it's uh, this is why I say it's all about the space that you listen to the music in. First time I listened to that shit, I was like, man, I don't like that he did this shit. You listen to that shit in the car though, that shit is different. That shit is, is different. It's on really me. good because he really flowed on that shit like well. In a way where it's just like an Atlanta bounce, but it still got like his flow to it. And Dope actually went stupid on this record too. And then you yeah, get... I really liked his part on there too. I think this song is like it's good. It's it's, it's good. a good. It's a real good intro. Really good project. intro. Really good intro for that. And then you got uh, number three, Super Kick Party, fire. Another good song. Fire. Like so far, I'm, we're into this, and we're like, so... yo, no misses yet. Everything is great. Shootouts in Soho, like crazy. You think it's crazy? I like that record. Favorite. I like that record, and I like how they brought ASAP into that record as well. Yeah, he he loves coming in with like the deep voice and then using his normal voice. I'm just a little like um, I got some ASAP Rocky hate to get off because like (laughs) why? (laughs) Some of his like rhyme schemes is like (laughs) dated. Not dated. Actually. Maybe dated is the way to go about it because he uses like the same mm-hmm. pattern sometimes. Yep. This is the same pattern, but like yeah. when I get Rocky, I'm 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 cool with it because I, I don't really get to hear as much Rocky as 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 we used to, and I feel like this is a good record just to to be featured on. That beat is hard. Like I feel like every beat on here was like top level beat production. I don't know who did all the production on here. I know he has a a, a ton of. Uh, different um, producers on here, but that beat was hard. And then you get to record five that is like a lot of people's favorite record is the Peppas with Blackstar. They went this song is amazing. This. They went crazy on this. Like for you to get Blackstar, on the, we have nigga, a problem. <laughs> for you to get um, Blackstar on here is fucking crazy. The way that the shit that Most Def and Talib was saying on here was some really, really introspective, dope-ass shit. Like, it made me want a Black Star album. I know they have a Black Star album out, but it's on some, like, platform that I don't have or don't care to, like, download or anything like that. I agreed. I also so, think this is Black Star's, like, first um, feature. Mm-hmm. On the actual record? Like, yeah. yeah. No, like, they've never done a feature as Black Star. No, that's crazy. I didn't know that. If that information so that, is true, you might be giving fire. me some Thomas Washington fucking information, nigga. <laughs> nah, but I thought this song, yo, this beat is probably one of my favorites on here. No, that beat is really, 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 really good. Like, a lot, a lot like of these how, beats um, are, like, uh, elegant, grimy, if I can describe yeah. that. I like how uh, Conductor Williams snuck in that um, MF Doom beef rap sample. Facts. It's like, don't wait for me, man. Like, ooh, yeah. That was nice that's to hear when it come in like that. That shit was dope. And then you got number six. Probably my favorite record on here is Nigo Lewis six. with Westside Pootie. This is your favorite song. That's kind of funny that, to me. That song is hard, bro. That song is hard. Like, that's 100% probably one of my favorite records on here, if not my favorite record on here. It's just Pootie shitting on her teachers for like two minutes. That shit's hilarious. You, you, you should have seen what the principal pulled up in. Hilarious. That shit had me dying, dog. That shit had me dying. Which is like, yo, this kid... Like, what you do with a kid like that? Like, I'm stunned on you. I'm only in the fourth grade. Facts. Like, what you, what you do with a kid that coming in there with a rollie? Like, that shit is different. You can't tell that kid shit. 
There's not much you can do. Like, bro, you should be a doctor when you grow up. Like, do you know who my dad is, nigga? Like, have you not heard uh, Hitler vs. Hermes 9? Like, this shit is a different type of level. Yeah, nah, but Westside Booty be talking. Uh, is, is it a boy or a girl? Westside Booty is his daughter, I'm pretty sure. She be talking her shit, though. <laughs> that's that's definitely his daughter, nigga. She be talking her shit. <laughs> um, then you got then B. Up. What you say? BDP. Rome Street. Track 7 BDP. Stove God. Stove God went dumb, dog. He did. <laughs> Stove got on another level, man. Like, I feel like his feature should be, like, in a museum somewhere, the way this nigga be, be going crazy, dog. Like, he, Bro, there's a reason he'd be on, like, 50% of the songs on, like, <laughs> all of West High Gun's projects for the past few years now. Nah, man. Like, he, he he's really, really, really on another level. When, whenever West High's like, yo, I need a feature, he's just like, all right, cool, I'm just gonna give you my best shit, like... This is going to be a, the best 16 that you ever heard in your life. Like, if it's a record on there for him, I don't think I don't think there's been rarely anybody who has outrapped him. Maybe if, like, Boldy was on a record with him or some shit. Right. But they, they, he's, he's, he's actually in the territory where, like, I know I'm not going to get a bad Stove God facts. verse. He's starting I see to, his name is, like, I know at least his part's going to be good. He's starting to get to that Jadakus level where I have not heard a bad Stove God verse ever. Like, that shit is awesome monumental level type shit like yeah. this then thing we have um this, this this next track is one that stood out to me just based off like the names i was mm-hmm. like yo Th- then when i heard the beat i was like they're about to kill this shit science class Buster went dumb on this he did he went crazy that must have been like a really recent verse from him because it sounds like he's talking about kanye yeah definitely so i mean i was like damn Fitting, fitting for you to talk about Kanye on a Hitler vs. Hermes 10. Kind of ironic. <laughs> Listen, man, this, this, he was talking about science class. He didn't know anything about Hitler vs. Hermes. And, like, he, 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 th- it was refreshing to hear Busta verse because a lot of niggas don't know where Busta could really like go if he wanted to. Like Busta, you know, it's it's hard for an artist that was like you know very like the top level of his class in like the 90s and like was. Really putting out some of the like the best videos, like Tyler the Creator level videos in the '90s, and you know like really had an impact on like a lot of people that you listen to now. And then when they put out a record, it doesn't really you know hit the same because that that artist may not be in the same space as he was there, or, like have the same hunger. Like you know that that shit happens, or like you just have a different point of view. That people don't want to really want to listen to you from anymore, but that Buster verse right. was definitely like, <clears throat> definitely like something the fans can grow up with, because that's one of the hardest things you can do. Like that's why like Hove is really on that level, because like throughout every decade, Hove has at least one or two albums that like, as from a child to now, I still fuck with Hove on the same level, and it's very hard to reach that level. But Buster definitely killed that shit. Um, Record nine, God is love. This record is phenomenal. I think this is, record is great too. This record I, is when I got to like um, science class and God is love, I thought like I would get tired of like the the loop sample mm-hmm. on both of these, but nah, God is love is great. The way they came on this shit is crazy. The so a lot of these beats are like really Grammy beats, and I don't know Stuyvesant likes a lot of these Grammy beats. So I sent him this beat, and then I sent him the last record on here that we'll get to 
Because I think this album definitely, like, it has no skips. And I like every record on here pretty much. Like, legitimately, there's not a record that I don't like on here. But I think the last four records is, like, triple-double West Side Gun. Because <laughs> you, you have God is Love, which is a really good record. And this one is a contender for my favorite record. Switches on everything is fucking crazy. That beat coming in and then the dude from Run the Jewels coming in on that was very, very, very dope. Like, that shit was, like... I'm not a big Run the Jewels fan. I can't tell you a bunch of Run the Jewels record, but Killer Mike and, and, and White Brody went dumb on this shit. Like, <laughs> White Brody. I, no, I, right. I just know the other dude from, from from Run the Jewels is white. I don't really... I I couldn't even tell you bro name, like, to be honest, but Killer Mike went dumb and so did he. It's a, his name is ELP. ELP, you went stupid on this shit. And then, and then Killer Mike went crazy too, like... And then, to finish off, West, I did the West Side shit, but that beat is fucking... Top notch beat, like the way that shit came in, it was it's a very, very, very good beat. Um, you got anything for this record? Nah, I just want to come back and say that Swiss Beats did the beat for Science Class. That's hard. That's I'm, hard. I'm looking at the production credits now. Lots of um, Pete Rock did the next one, Mac Don't Stop, but he, yeah. what's that gun mentions Pete Rock yeah, on he, anyway? He mentioned, so. That's literally the hook, uh, Pete Rock and the Mac Don't. No. Then that's what I was gonna say too. I was like, if this is a Pete Rock record, it's like prime Pete Rock. Like back, back don't stop track record number eleven. This is a great record. Like, right, there's nothing else I can say about that than it just being a great record. Like it's just West Side and Pete Rock doing the fuck they fucking do. They at the top of their level, and it's really crazy to me that the person who didn't want to rap and basically is just the manager of Griselda is the person putting out the best albums out of the Griselda. Like I can, I can say that vehemently now like west side has the better albums than anybody else on griselda records it's true he just puts it together so excellently and that comes together in the last track the 10 minute alchemist track God crazy damn, bro crazy ben i'll say this benny definitely smoked this record i thought conway had the best verse for me i, I thought benny had the best verse for me the, but the, this record was really good this is this is another one that i sent to uh stuyvesant because this beat is like it can't get more grimy than this. Like, this is the nigga who produced probably the most grimy rap group of all time in his mob deep. Like, so, like, what what we doing here? Like, that shit was definitely different. Like, definitely. It's like 12 records on here, bro. And the only record that I don't have saved is number one. That's really impressive. And number one is just talking. So, it doesn't even really count. So, like it's the, hearts all the way on this. This, this is like the level that we were just speaking about with Atlanta. Like, he... It's very rare that on a, on, on a on a sequel or like a... You know, like, this is his 10th. On the, on the 10th sequel. Like, on the 10th. 10th attempt. sequel, dog. It could it could possibly be your best Hitler Wears Hermes. Out of all yeah, of Yeah, and we're, we're talking about, like, consistency and longevity and, like, just, uh, just maintaining, like, a high level. Westside Gun is doing it. And, like... He's doing it four times a year. It's really crazy that, like, the consistency of all his albums is, like, to this, this, like, like you said, high level, this taste of, like, I'm not putting no bad beats on there. Um, I don't know if that Arm, uh, that Armani track was uh, a Hitler vs. Hermes, but that probably, if that is, that would probably be one of the worst ones where he was talking about <laughs> fucking with Armani, but... 
that that shit. Other than that, like I couldn't name you a bad song off of any of this like sequels that are gonna that that are bad. Like this shit is on another level. West Side Gun is probably in the run for the album of the year with this. Like him and Pusha T are neck to neck for me as far as album of the year. Um, and I don't think anybody you, else. You is still spinning that, that Pusha T like that? Facts. That Pusha. That Pusha is crazy, bro. Like if you really go back and listen to it, you're gonna listen to it and be like. This shit is like every time I revisit that album, I, I like oh I understand why I like this, and it's very rare that it's like going to a restaurant and understanding why you like to go to that restaurant all the time because the consistency is still there, and that's what I feel about Westside and Push like that. Th- those two albums are top for me, and I don't think there's it, there's even any other competition for that because who else put out an album this year that we feel this way about where I'm just like twelve records and I have every one in my in my album. Oh, you about to find out tomorrow? <laughs> okay, we can get into that. We what we we'll, we'll finding out with tomorrow? The the all I'm finding out this I'm, album cover. I was about Do to you say, know all, about this? All I'm finding out about the about this album and a couple of albums that are are uh, soon to come is that rappers are in a competition to put out the worst album covers. Him and Meek got some of the worst album covers all time. Not Meek took the lead. Because Meek shit came out first. So he has his mixtape, The Flamers, coming back out, which is a classic mixtape that he has. And go look at what that what that album cover looks like and then compare that shit to this Drake album cover, dog. Wait. Oh, where it's just five fire emojis? Listen. Because it, it's Flamers 5 and you just put five fire emojis on a fucking black... Uh, background like yeah, but look, there's there's smoke. I think the Drake one is worse. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely think the Flamers one is worse. But Drake is notorious for having bad album covers. Like, like somebody said that uh, this album cover makes uh, Certified Lover Boy look like a Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. The the Certified Lover Boy was like the beginning of Drake's like horrible album covers. I mean, actually, they, no, no, nothing the, was the same. He, was the beginning of that shit. <laughs> You don't like that one? Hell no, <laughs> that, that shit's so corny, nigga. <laughs> like we, we we can we can really crack this case real quick and just go into Apple Music and just see his last few that's been like completely ass. Scorpion's bad. Scorpion's bad. The one that came out after that's bad. Like it's bad and it's bad music. Honestly, my mind is terrible. If you're reading this too late, it's just a, like a child scribble, like. He's never really had good album covers, to be honest. Take Take Care is good. Take Care is... It's, it's good in comparison to the shit that he's put out, for sure. Dark Dark Knight demo tapes, it's just him and a fucking... Uh, uh, bu- not a babushka, what's that? What's that, a balaclava? The balacla- balaclava. <laughs> balaclava. I, that's not even him, that's, um, that's fake Drake. <laughs> then you have uh, More Life, which just... His whatever writing views then you got what a time which is literally just diamonds and like views yeah. isn't horrible it's just like um i'll say this the views, concept isn't horrible yeah like, execution is pretty bad views out of all this ones are definitely it's definitely the best one out of all the recent albums that's that's definitely the best album couple but that shit is fucking trash um we can talk about the rollout too that they're doing so the rollout of this album is them making fun of rollouts and i'm like i find that to be ironic that you just you shitting on everybody's rollout, and then 
you're still rolling it out the same way. He has a Howard Stern interview. They have a thing the with fake, a fake, yeah, the they, fake tiny desk. Yeah, like a fake tiny desk. And I'm like, bro, I actually enjoy tiny desk. Like, I know that that's a, that's become like a place that you go when you're dropping an album, but that's still a good platform to for you to get like. Um, a real essence of what a performance of that artist is. Because there's been a lot of people, quietly, that have gone on Tiny Desk, and I'm like, this shit is ass. You don't sound like your music. This shit is really terrible. <laughs> like, it's been Especially a couple... Especially because you, could do it, you can do them at home now. Yeah. So they don't it, even care anymore. It's it's been, it's been a couple of people where I'm like, bro, I would rather hear your music just normally, any day of the week, than hear you actually, like, live with this shit. This shit that shit is ass. So, um... I mean, there's, there's not much to say on this shit. I fuck with Twenty One Heavy, so I know at least Twenty One's gonna gonna give me um, a good versus if if they do this album. I think I said this last week. If they do this album tailored more to Twenty One, I'm with it because Twenty One has recently given me better albums. Than Drake has. This is like the first time recently, like we don't have like a track list or anything, or even like a length or who else is gonna be on there. We're getting the cover a day before. I mean, this is a surprise Weird. album. You can't I think it's te- a surprise to them. <laughs> yeah, you can't really teach it when it's a surprise album all the time, because like, then that kind of kills the surprise. But if I had to guess this shit, it'd probably be like 11 records. Little Baby's definitely going to be featured on this 100%. Um, they might give us a feature that like we weren't expecting. Like Maybe, possibly, a whole verse comes on on this. Um, but I think it's gonna be pretty much exactly what um what a time to be alive was, but with twenty one, so it's gonna be better. So it's gonna be phenomenal. Yeah, and whoa, like, whoa, whoa! You take that back. <laughs> it's gonna be better. What a time to be alive was ass, nigga. Like that shit was trash. <laughs> it wasn't trash, but you know everyone's allowed their own opinions. I guess. Um, more music came out. I, I didn't get to listen to the scissor or the uh the Rihanna record, but I heard a lot of good things about the Rihanna record. The Scissor record we've already spoken about that it's just yeah. a song that she's been she's been No no out. one will ever listen to this Rihanna record outside of watching the movie. It's just not Oh it's a one song of those to yeah. it's like a credit song. Oh okay. Then then I'm definitely not gonna listen to it if it's just tailored to yeah. the to the actual to the act I kinda figured that that's what it was gonna be and people were just gonna be hyped about it for no reason. Cause I what what other sense would it be for her to make that record if it's not for the movie, yeah, it's just it's, it's just kind, that like it's kind of it hard to make like an anti record when it's for a Wakanda Forever movie. Yeah, it doesn't look like a sign of anything she's been working on. Like this song is clearly just for the movie, and that's it. You know, yeah, you gonna make niggas sick if you tell people they're not gonna have a Rihanna album before the Super Bowl. It's not looking likely. Like <laughs> if this is what she's putting out, then no, but. Maybe she'll put something out of her own. And she's like testing the waters. With Rihanna doesn't even need to test the waters. She could put anything out right now and Facts. it's going to do crazy. Give give me a percentage of what you actually think there's a chance of a Rihanna album coming out. Eight percent. Damn, <laughs> you just. You, I you, I really don't think there's going to be one. You just made everybody with Rihanna tumble pages go crazy, bro. Like <laughs> bro, they're really tight right now. She has two. She has two songs on this uh, Black Panther thing, and they're. The intro and the outro, so both credits. Facts, but definitely both credits is that they're not gonna be in the middle of the movie at all. That's gonna literally be the introduction to the movie and the outro to the movie. I mean, hey, and the song I guess, is ass. I guess. 
I guess we'll see. <laughs> oh, con- <laughs> continuing this shit, uh, Stussy drops a holiday 2022. It's what they call cozy with vibrant iterations of classics. Uh, I would not say that. Me <laughs> either. Who, who wrote this? <laughs> the same niggas who always write this shit. To me, the one Listen, thing, the one thing that Joyce I, Lee, <laughs> the one thing that I enjoyed on this was the slide one the most, which is the workwear shirt, which is like you know, like a, a heavy flannel shirt, and I'm sure that's gonna come in multiple colors, like a cream, that gray, and then like maybe a navy. And I would probably buy the cream and navy one, but other than that, like I've been seeing really bad, really bad takes on varsities recently with a couple of streetwear brands, and I'm just like, yo, like this one. It seems so plain, and then the other one that you sent me the other day seemed so too much. busy. It was way too busy. But other than that, like, usually what I like from from Stussy all the time is the pants, and I'm not really a fan of what they have on here. Um, I mean, slide. They, they went four. super huge on these. Yeah, slide four is pretty dope, and slide five, slide six is pretty dope as far as pants. But they are really, really, really like baggy ass pants, and I would definitely have to get these shits tailored because this is like. Like, look at number 10. It's her with black uh, baggy pants and then, like, some hard bottoms or whatever the fuck that is. And you can't you can't even... That shit's going over the front of the fucking shoe. Like, that, I can't fuck with that. A lot of these pants also look like they make the swooshing sound when you walk. Also, I, I don't mind pants like that. I actually like Lanala pants. You're also, crazy. I also, that'll, that'll drive me insane. I also want to ask Susie, why the fuck... Do you find it necessary to have a four cargo pocket uh, pants? You've never had that the need for that many pockets. My nigga, for the for the bad bunny concert, I told you, yo, I want to get some uh, dark cargos and the sissy shirt, right? The re- the reason I didn't buy the sissy pants is because they have four cargos. And I just felt like I could not wear cargos with four pockets on it. Like that shit is too weird, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, you don't have to use them. <laughs> <laughs> but aesthetically, it does not please me at all. Like four cargo pants is insane. Like that—that's mad excessive, bro. And just how they're placed. Like you got one big one and then a tiny one at the bottom. It's just like, nah, that's not necessary. Like at all. Just give me this—the cargos how how they come classic. Like some shit doesn't need to be changed, and that just didn't need to be changed. But I, the the bottoms on on this collection was actually not too bad. Actually, when I go through it. The tops on here are terrible. Like I don't, I don't like yeah, any of the jackets. Not, not my favorite anything. release from Stussy. No, like the, the, this is where they they break they broke the consistency a little bit here. But what's crazy about it is sometimes when they have these collections, they don't put all the shit on there. And then when you go there on Friday at one o'clock when when Stussy drops, I'm like, oh, where was this? It was the same shit with the with the shirt that I wanted to buy for the Bad Bunny concert. I'm like, I've never we didn't see this when we reviewed this collection at all. And now it's here, and it's actually a pretty decent price for that um, that style of like the the see through like uh, lace shirt type shit. Yeah, the most I, mesh type thing. Bro, I don't know what like where there became a market for that out of nowhere, but like any decent one with like actually good quality and shit like that is gonna run you at least five hundred and up and theirs was one fifty and I'm like it's really crazy that I'm saying that one fifty is a good price for a shirt. They don't have all the material on it, but it was it was definitely a well priced one. Um they also are coming out with a Converse uh collab as well. I actually like the concept of the eight ball on the uh, the Converse one. 
I just wish they didn't like do that it. color. I, do, I don't like this texture or this color. Like, I've never been a fan of like the denim. The, the but like, the the, the, gr- the green one isn't denim. The, the green one is just uh the like the rugged suede, kind of like the Avalon Dior. Uh, uh, I think the thirteen hundreds, the ones that we got, was the green and the pink ones. If the green one was a high top, I'd rock with it. The green was a little too light green for me. If it was a darker green, or like if they did multiple colors, like a, um, a cream or a gray or something like that. I've always wanted to buy a Converse one. I just haven't. I've never pulled the trigger. But I, I like the concept of the eight ball covering the, the Converse on. So I, I, I would actually cop that if it was definitely just a different color. But for some reason, Stussy likes to make some wild ass colors when they drop right, like. For that, they do lime green, but for any Nike shoe, they do pink, black, and, and cream. Like, why can't you just yeah. keep that same iteration of colors here? Um, continuing this, uh, Recipes MF Doom. It was just recently the anniversary of his passing. The one year, right? The one year. Or two years. Two years, two years of his passing. And they do they, they have a uh, MF Doom, Madeline by Villainy book. Uh, new 33, one of three books that they're um, letting you pre-order on Stone uh, Stone Throws, which is his uh, his uh, uh, his label. And yo, don't get this. Why? It might be ass. <laughs> why you say it might be ass? It's only fourteen dollars. I can spare the fourteen, dog. When I was looking it up, apparently a lot of these thirty-three and one-third books are like they're they're like written by like a bunch of different people like inside mm, yeah and they're usually just like album reviews and they're not really like oh then i'm definitely not looks of like the project yeah no yeah the, the way they the way they wrote it in the article there's gonna be like interviews like interviews that he's had that never seen the light of day so it, it was just gonna be written interviews so nah, I don't they're capping. yeah no like yeah no nah, i'm cool with it. yeah i'm definitely i definitely won't buy this shit but y'all can buy it it's 14 dollars and then I'll end this. I'll say I'll end this shit off with this. I got this notification during the week, where it was saying Frank Ocean drops new Omer like, whatever, right? But I didn't really get to read it all from Apple Music, right? So I'm like, oh shit, Frank Ocean drops some new music. I click on it, and then it was the Apple Radio, and I'm like, I think the time of the Apple Radio thing is no longer, like, it no longer benefits anyone because who listens to the Apple Radio thing, like. I don't know anyone that does. Plus, he has more Apple radio shows and albums now. Facts. Like, so, you remember that year of, it might have been 2016, 2015, when all the artists were dropping their, like, uh, like a record or, like, just, you know, a little throwaway on their radio. Yeah. It, if that was still a thing, you'd get more people to listen to, but it doesn't work like that anymore. Like, OVO radio doesn't fucking exist anymore. And if it does, like, who listens to it? The internet radio one was probably the best one because they would have like a, a conversation in between, like an actual, but uh, in between songs, like an actual radio, and then they would play like records that they actually like and stuff like that. Just you know, because Apple holds all the fucking music, so that made sense. But like the Frank Ocean radio, I've listened to maybe once. Like, cause it's it, like the thing is like it's actually a whole hour of a radio thing, and you have to watch it live. So like. Once it's gone, I can't listen to it anymore. So what's the what's the point of this? Like, yeah. if Did you this wanted... episode of the Homer Radio come out already? Yeah, it came out like Saturday or some shit like that. And I thought it, I thought that was new music because it gave me a notification. I'm like, oh shit, new Frank dropped. Like, oh, alright, cool. Like, even if it was just a record, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna listen to this shit. And I clicked on it. It was just like, oh, new new Homer uh, Radio. And I'm like, alright, cool. Like, I don't think this shit exists anymore. Like, I don't think that holds any cachet. Like, if 
Apple right now is like, yo, come do an Apple Radio. I'm like, I already I got, I already got 15 Apple listeners. Radio is as interesting as like they think it is. Like, I'm not gonna listen to an hour of like you being a fake DJ to get like a snippet of a song you're releasing when I know like it, I'll just find it afterwards. Yeah, like there's no appeal to it. Like, I, like when the, when Drake had the, when the OVO thing and he was dropping a bunch of new music, and I think that's the same time that he was beefing with Joe, so he was dropping like records, his record that he beefed with Joe, Will, whatever, right? Like that that was a good time because there was actually you know like some suspense that was like you know you you was you would at least think that when you listen to the to that radio that some new music would drop and you wouldn't actually listen to it clearly rather than somebody just screen recording it and putting that shit on on SoundCloud. But even then, it's just like you just tuning in every five minutes to see if the record is gonna drop yet or not. Like so, right. if you if what you're trying to do is upgrade the uh the radio from now you can't be the exact same thing the radio is like you have to change up the format a little bit if you want to do this also make it shorter because i don't want to hear two hours of just frank ocean playing me his favorite records and it's just it's like joyce rice and her and shit like that like all right cool i listen to this on my um, on, on my daily anyways we also have to unpack like a lot of these artists. Like I don't want to listen to your favorite obscure like Russian Facts. electronic song. Facts. I can care I less about that shit. I don't care. I don't care, dog. Like I don't want to listen to some fucking some uh, German underground hip hop uh, house clash. Like I'm cool on it. Like I'm so because cool you on it. you found that song. You like the first five seconds of it, and you're like, oh, this will make me look cool, and you put it on there. You sampled the first five seconds that are already on the record. Like, I don't want to re-hear this music. Like, the, the we can really unpack the conversation of how much artists we like, we wouldn't like the music that they actually listen to. That's a good... That's something to unpack for the future, for next time. And we out The Talk Season 21, Episodes 4. We out. Stiggity. Peace. Fuckin' with me, who? Swam the water, whippin' a Chanel scuba suit. Gucci cape on my nigga, he gon' super shoot. They played the wiretap back for me, I sounded like my fool. Told my lawyer, cool. It wasn't me. My nigga brought the work back on his knees. Had it wrapped around the legs like LeBron icing his knees. What nigga nicer than me? They drowned fighting to breathe. I seen rock smoke in the air. Seen feds run up the stairs. I seen a million on flip neck. Versace on clear. Seen one turn to two like I put it in the mirror. I seen a nigga air the block out in an Oldsmobile Alero. <laughs>